Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Chasing the Whimsy. I'm here with Liam and Megan. Yes, welcome back, Megan. Uh, this week's episode tomorrow, Halloween. So I was trying to work with Liam on a name for the episode, and he had a pretty cool one. But I came up with like, oh, but you bootacular, like. Chasing the Whimsies, Bootacular Special, or <laughs> Liam's first one was Halloween Special. <laughs> Brief, it's to the point. I like it. Right? He's like, well, he's like, hmm, Halloween Special. Boom, done. Check. And then he's like, back to playing games. Uh, Chasing the Ween. That was mine. I like that one a little bit. Um, Gnome Ween. Oh, that was mine. Sorry. You like that they're one? Both, they're both mine. Uh, and then Kelly threw out gnomes and nightmares so I have no idea what we're going to name this thing it's probably going to end up Halloween special I'm going to be so Kelly would hit us with the alliteration though right yes like we got to talk about her the whole episode now right (laughs) she was going to be on but oh but she opted not to come on today so we're just going to hang out um I think we're going to talk anything and everything Halloween and scary kind of no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we only spent the last 45 minutes going over our... Outlining it. It's like, wait, what? So, everything Halloween... Are recording right now? So, uh, I think we, let's start with the Halloween stuff. Favorite costumes growing up. Um, Liam, are you going out this year? Of course. Where are you going out this year? Freddy. Nice. You got the, the, the mask? Mm-hmm. You got the claws? Yes. The uh, hat, sweater. Nice. I like that sweater. Why did I think you meant Freddy Fazbear? And I was like, <laughs> oh, what gloves? <laughs> you know, you need gloves for the, you know, bare hands, right? Right, yeah. Freddy's cool. I don't know the last time I dressed up was. Megan, when's the last time you dressed up? Um, if you recall, I dressed up when we went trick-or-treating. Like three or two years ago? Yeah, three, and yeah. then I, I don't know, I kind of thematically dressed up last year, but not really in a costume. What was the last thing I dressed up as? A loser. Definitely. <laughs> Every year. Tired parent. Every day. <laughs> He's um, committed to Halloween. So Halloween. Uh, awesome holiday. I think Megan's favorite. Um, yeah. Arguably in my top of the favorites. Um, right after Arbor Day. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Arbor Day and Liam still doesn't get it. And I'm like, whatever. You have to come to the appreciation right? yourself, really. So, Liam, what are some of your favorite costumes in the last 13 years? Um, 13 and a half, Dad? Sure. Good Lord. (laughs) Um, I have to think, (laughs) because... We've outlined the whole thing. We've talked about it for three days. (laughs) All right, Megan, let's start with you. What are some of your favorite costumes? Okay, so... I'll fill in for Kelly on this one. When we were little kids, I don't know how it started or why, but every year we were a vampire and a witch. And literally it was the little boy's costume for a vampire because back then it wasn't so like widespread that every costume had two genders right. running around there. So it would just be like the boy's costume for a vampire and I'd be in the girl's costume for a witch. And we just continued that tradition until we were like probably like, 9, 10, 11. 
And then after that, we had to kind of figure out our own costumes and everything. Did you guys ever go with like those, uh, like, a, um, like you see a lot of couples do it, but like, did you guys ever go like a peanut butter and jelly or salt and pepper? No. Nope. Anything like themed? No, there was never any like twin things. I think we were twin princesses in like those 90s costumes where it's like flammable polyester oh, yeah. white dress with like the cone hat. Like the like, like the one year removed uh, from like the the plastic uh, the bib ones yeah and then the 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 paper mask that had like the really thin uh, rubber band around it yeah that kind of stretched it out yeah. a little bit vampire and witch vampire and witch I was the witch okay but you guys never traded no and we just like I don't know we just <laughs> know your place we'd walk into the like party city or whatever it was and we'd just walk in there and we'd be looking for the vampire and for the witch like we're just like oh yeah ooh, let's see what's available no that, that's what we were interested in and we just kept doing it alright anything uh, while in high school or college um in high school and college we didn't dress up as much I think because it was like uncool to trick or treat in high school and college and then also I don't know, we were kind of losers, so we weren't invited to any parties or anything like that. Alright. Maybe in college I went to more parties. Oh, right, yeah, no, I was a mime once. She, <laughs> she's out there with the cue cards being like, you went to a party dressed as a mime. She's like, I cannot let people not know she was a mime. Oh, it was the worst costume, though. It was just like the makeup and... Because it's like the real thick white. Yeah, and I, as you guys know, I, I don't ever wear makeup, so right. it was just like constantly trying to remember not to touch like my black shirt against the white makeup. I don't really. And did you did do you do you know how to mime? I didn't speak the whole day. The, 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 I didn't speak at all that day. We went to school dressed. We went to college dressed right. in our costumes, and we went to the party. And I, I didn't speak the whole time. But you, which... you were never stuck in a box in class. Uh, no. You, you weren't like fishing or trying to get a rope no there wasn't like a lot of fun stuff in <laughs> Just, you know, chemistry classes and stuff like that like, it's like oh can't pick on me because i'm a like, mind you can today. wear the costume but if you're messing around you need to get out oh you, you guys hear the dog yes <laughs> if you walked a little bit slower it would sound creepier for the halloween you can slow down yeah uh liam have you thought about some of your favorite costumes? Yeah. What are some of the ones what about, I could... what are, um I was um, an inflatable dinosaur one year. Very cool. And then I bought you a tux. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was... I forgot about that one. Um, I was Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber when I was like six. Dude, it was... It was sick. Like the whole orange. And I had a stick too. The, his locane. Was there a hat? Did you get a hat? Yes, I got a hat. I, like, I liked that one. I thought that one was really cool. Did you know what the costume was when you were six? Yeah, or? I watched the movie. It was like his favorite movie for a minute, and he was like, let's do it. Did you have a buddy, or was or were you just... Just me. <laughs> 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 Lloyd looking for Harry. Um, I was Batman one year. My family wanted to do something together, so, so it was um, me and my mom were... She was Batgirl, I was Batman. And I think my brother was Robin... And David was um, Robin too. Um, I was Jason last year, and I'm gonna think next year I'm gonna be Michael Myers and just do the main three. Are you just gonna just pick a different horror, th yeah. uh, like icon every year? My you, Braden, you know what he is this year? Huh? A scary clown. Nice. 
I was being Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber when I was six, and I got my brother being a scary clown. The first thing he said was like, um, my mom was like, what do you want to be for Halloween? He's like, I want to be something scary. Can I be a clown? And that's he was like awesome. walking around the horror aisles, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's um, what's this like? That's his, that's him, and that's him." Oh yeah, I like Michael Myers. I could have been Michael Myers this year, but I don't want to be Michael Myers this year. But he hasn't watched the movies because um, well, obviously, <laughs> um, there's like YouTube videos that he watches, and it's like the Michael Myers potion or finding Michael Myers with a drone and at three a.m. Yeah, he's all oh, the three a.m. challenges. He's, he's sick, so. Uh, to be fair, you were doing the yes. roughly the same thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. Any other cool ones? What were you two years ago when she was? Oh, uh, I was Rick. Yeah, from Rick and Morty. You had the hair, the jacket. Mm-hmm. I was a cool. That was a cool oh, day. Oh yeah, I was wearing a costume there. Yeah, that was when I was a fox. You were. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and Kelly was a baby. Yep. And I was boring loser dad. Same. <laughs> What's your favorite costume? So. Um, we would do like it was like one of the first years, uh, like they had like the faceless, like so you had the hood mask, but there was no face on it, so it looked like it was just a faceless thing. So we did that, I did that for a year. Um, and then sometimes we would get like two masks, so that way when we would hit all the houses, I just put on a different mask and then just do it again. So, which now as parents, we know that. We would never notice that there was the same kid over right. again. Like I, I'd be like, okay, yeah, another An- Rick from Rick and Morty. Okay, here you go. Here's your candy. Right. Bye. Uh, so I did that, and then what is super funny, and only since we started talking about this idea for the Halloween show, I was thinking way, way back. Like it had to be like circa ninety one, ninety two, and like I was in love with Family Matters. I loved Steve Urkel. Oh, I thought you just said you loved your family, but... No. And then... It was a show. No. But Steve Urkel uh, was what? Jamal White, I think his name was? Correct. Black guy. It's a black, yeah. black family. And I was like, I want to go with Steve Urkel. And my mom's like, okay. So we, we got the, the pants all hiked up. We got the suspenders. I got the, the glasses. But then as I, not, I walk around... And people are like, who are you? And I'm like, and I would do the, did I do that? And, yeah. th- and they're like, huh? I'm like, I'm Steve Urkel. And then only now do I realize how stupid I was because I'm like, I look like Clark Kent. I might as well have been Clark Kent. I'm like, yeah. For So I went as Steve Urkel one year. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I was walking around. Did I do that all night and nobody got it? But can you imagine if I did? Like, I mean, that's a good costume, though. I don't think it should matter. Yeah. Because you're a kid. You're not, obviously, How some, like, edgy adult trying to make a point or anything right. like that. It's, it's, um, Halloween is, like, that one time of year that, like, really nobody cares what you're wearing. And you just, like, walk around and you can just wear whatever. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I like your costume. Well, there are inappropriate costumes every once in a while, you find. Um, there's like some really cute ones uh, Megan and I were looking at online like they had like you have the baby in a stroller so you you the stroller you make it look like a uh, sewer a sewer drain and yeah. then the the older brother went as uh, what's the kid's Georgie. name Georgie Georgie 
so you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting and fun. Like, he wants to go as, like... It's like a theme, right? family-themed costume. But every once in a while, you get some of these parents that think that they're just adorable, and they're like, my kid will just dress up as anything. And you're like, that's like a Monica Lewinsky. It's like, yeah. does, your, does your five-year-old really need to be a Monica Lewinsky? I don't know about that. Yeah, but that, then again, that's another edgelord parent yeah. just being like, ugh. Uh, Isn't it so funny that they don't know what they're really dressed up as? Lloyd. (laughs) (laughs) I watched the movie a couple times. I just thought it was funny, though. It was good. And that's a solid... I mean, it's a famous Jim Carrey Carrey character. So, like, I can... And they had the suit already. You could buy it. But for you to go out of your way to be like, we got to find a purple dress. We got to put a stain on it. And we're like... Most people aren't going to get it. Like, especially the kids walking around with the other kids. And, like, you got to get a kid to try to explain No, but I got, are. I had those, like, couple parents. They're like, are you Lloyd from Dumber Dumber? And I'm like, yeah. That's cool. It was cool, like, to be noticed by a couple people. because Especially, like, adults when you're a kid. Yeah. To be like, yes, good choice this year. You. You're a kid of culture. He's like, yes, I got it. Uh, I just, like, I think this might go into the next subject, but something I always said... For I think it was like five and six, no five and four maybe, I would knock on the on the doors of people's, and ask the because you know for candy, and I'd say trick or treat, no peanuts please. Oh, that's so I'm, funny. Because I'm allergic to peanuts. <laughs> oh, so, I didn't ever know how that worked. So I would go around. I didn't know if you sorted it later or something. Right, just be all disappointed because half of your candy is uneatable. But I would knock, and then they'd be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Um, and then they like go and they get something else and I felt like so special for some reason oh because they're like this is a Reese's house oh this kid here's your raisins kid right (laughs) Uh, I brought you some money alright so we got raisins we got peanut allergies favorite candies you're out all night you come back you pour your bag out top three candies we're hoping for what are we hoping for my first one is the little milk duds. The little box of milk duds? Those yeah. ones, I like. I feel like you get so many, but like, they're just so good. The milk duds. Like they're, There's like four or five in each one, but they're perfect. One handful of mouth. Like, I'm down with the milk duds. Um, I think like mine changed over the years as like a kid. Um, so I would always trick or treat with my sister and she has like these strong likes of, she likes Snickers, this and that and the other thing. And I'd always be like, oh, yeah, I, I just like the Twix. You can have the Snickers. And so I would just Ooh. base it on whatever it like. <laughs> right or left? Left Twix for life. Yes, left Twix. I'm going <laughs> to hashtag that all day. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's the name of the episode. I'm left, left Twix. Left Twix. Left Twix. I like it. I've always been a big fan of, like, pixie sticks. Yes. Because... I haven't got pixie sticks during Halloween in a while. I know, but like well, we were talking about it earlier, it's like pixie sticks well, is one of those. Liam. <laughs> like pixie sticks is one of those candies you only find during Halloween. Like you, like I don't know if I can go to the store right now and find pixie sticks. They won't be at stores, but they'll be at like like a Peter Piper. You can get them at Smart and Final. All right, pixie. What, what else? What else are you looking for in your bag? Dots. Okay. Peanut allergy. (laughs) (laughs) These are way out of left field. These are all like your grandparents' candies. And the cookies and cream white chocolate. 
Oh, the Hershey's? Oh, those are rare, though. No one ever yeah. has those. Oh. They're so good. <laughs> they are good. What else you got, Megan? Um, nowadays, 100 grand all day, every day. It's the old person's candy bar. You can't find it anywhere except on Halloween. I've yes. looked at gas stations, Maybe you could probably grocery you... store checkouts. They're, they're not anywhere. And then you find the little mini ones at Halloween. Wait, what? What candy? 100 grand. 100 grand. Pull up. Caramel. The Rice Krispie crisps on top covered in chocolate. Crunch? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a crunch with caramel. Yeah. It's very good. They're, they're, they're pretty bomb. Um, I don't know why, but I loved whatever that stupid peanut butter, like the like a, almost like a peanut butter toffee that was in the orange and black wax paper. Yes. I have no idea what they're called. I, yeah, I don't think they even, I don't even remember them having branding on them. Like, no. Just, the, they uh, were just in colored paper. And you would always rip, like pull it on it and like, the the candy would always stick to one side. Yep, and, you pit, and there'd be like a little bit of like paper on it sometimes. Right, and you're like, oh, depending on what kid you are, you're just gonna eat it because. Did you guys oh my ever God. Uh, get like the Halloween bags that come with like pretzels? That like one little pencil or like a toy? Oh, you got the you got the lady down the street yeah, who's yeah. like, I'm gonna make individual gift bags and, for everybody. And you feel like like you hit the jackpot because you got candy, a toy, and. Uh, what did I, what else did I say? Pencils. Pencils. Like or an eraser or some sums. Yeah, just like fun stuff. Any other candies that we like? You get lucky if you get a nerds in there. Oh. I like nerds a lot, especially the ones that have like the. Oh, it's like not the gummy the ones. Lemonade ones. Yes. They're like pink and then lemonade lemon on the other side. Now. So good. Away from Halloween, but into nerds. Do you remember what the old nerds containers used to look like? Yeah. So, like, the nerds you see now is just the regular big, like, box, and it's just filled with nerds. Back in the day, they were, like, they had uh, two openings, because they yep. always had two flavors. Half and half. So, you would have, like, strawberry and then lemonade. Yep. And then in the middle, like, the the two openings would almost meet. So, you could pour them all into your mouth and get both flavors, or you can eat just one side. You don't see that. You don't see packaging oh, like that anymore. Yeah, those were so much fun. It's not a Halloween candy, but my favorite underrated candy is bottle caps. You get those at Halloween. I love bottle. They'll caps. have like the little paper ones that has like one flavor in it, or, or like the twosies. Twos. Yeah. yeah, but never like the big box of not, them. Not from not anymore. Than I feel like I don't only eat bottle caps on Halloween though. I don't know. It's not something I really crave the rest of the year. Yeah, we're going to getting bottle caps right. after this. Uh, like we would get them for like movie night, and then we would just eat boxes of them for like two weeks and then we're like okay we're done with all that pure sugar well there's some like snacks and candies out there where you feel like you only crave them when you're having a movie right. or yeah or we trick like trick-or-treating because like we'd like we'd it'd be like every because we just gotta get the most random cravings out of nowhere like at you know what i'll tell you after but um <laughs> i have to write it down because i can't forget okay. um but you know i we always get like these like random things like because we're watching a movie. You always, I always got to have my nerd clusters. When we're watching a movie. You always got like a, you always have like a cracker. Yes, yeah. and then uh, like a like a, a cinnamon like a hot tamales. Yes, hot tamales are hot tamales. Yeah. the best. How do you guys feel about Mike and Ike's? They're like a sad hot tamale. I don't. They like, wish they were. I hot don't tamale. like them at all. They're okay. They're just like. What's the ones like Mike and Ike's, but they're like purple? 
Purple and white, the good implanties? Good implanties. Yes. Those ones are chaotic evil oh, hot man. tamales. No I way. I love those, man. I've loved those since I was a kid. I love black licorice. They're, I would say they're licorice flavored, so no kid oh. except for you is going to want them. Which is weird because Sophie, a while ago, I bought You gave her licorice and like. Black licorice and she was just going to town on it. I was like, all right, that's my kid. Um, no right. need for the DNA test right. now. <laughs> that's my kid. All right, the opposite side. What candy did you not, or not even candy. What item did you not want to see in Almond your bag? Joy. Almond Joys. Yeah, Almond Joys, Mounds, Almond Good and Plenty. Who does that? Like, what, what, what? who's going to the store and be like... Aren't they called Musketeers? There's a Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers I, there's no, good. There's no nuts in those. They're just nougat. Yeah. Like what the else? bottom part of a Snickers bar. Items. I mean candy. Those stupid... The, the vampire teeth. Vampire teeth or the stupid spider rings? The, yeah. <laughs> the plastic ones that never fit on any finger. Somebody gave you like the toothbrush and little yes. tiny toothpaste. There's you're like, is a... this a dentist's house or shouldn't he be happy that we're all going to ruin our teeth right? and like, be this at his is job security next month or something? Hmm. I actually kind of like the spider rings though. Did you? Yeah, give us something to They get old with. though. They get old because like you get so many. There were so many. Yeah, but like uh, so when we were growing up, we were not we didn't have a lot of money, so like anything that was free was just icing on the cake if there's some kind of toy or something that you can divert yourself with because we didn't really receive a lot of toys. The way that like most kids yeah. do, the way Sophie does. Right. <laughs> Um, so we would just get a thousand hours of play out of stupid crap because right. we had no other choice. Uh, well, candy was like horrible. How do you feel about uh, candy corn? I like candy. I like the pumpkin ones. Oh, like the fat ones. Yeah, the ones that are like, like kind of like they're just big. Like and yeah, the pumpkin. And yeah. I don't like the regular like triangle candy corns though. I feel like I don't like them very much, but I probably just sit there and eat it. Right. It's like inoffensive. Right, you're like, well, I guess like, this... there's this bag and it's open. I mean, but like at Halloween parties, you'd always see that bowl of candy corn, and you guys went to a couple Halloween parties, right? Yeah, I would think so. But like they, I, they never had candy at the Halloween parties. It felt like it was always like it's hard to keep a lot of candy for even like ten kids because they'll just eat it all, and then there'd be no none left. So it was more about like the popcorn balls. Popcorn balls. Um, I remember the, as a kid, like doing those uh, bobbing for apples things. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the kids don't do that anymore. I did. It's so fun. It makes you feel like <laughs> you live on a farm or something. But, There's nothing else to do. Or they make the pudding that makes it look like uh, dirt and they put the worm in it. So yep. everybody got. Uh, they do that with Lunchables now. Very cool. There's like a Lunchables uh, meal with it's like dirt and worms and like. You get to put your, you get to dip your um, gummy worms that you get oh, out cool. of Lunchables. And yeah, it's pretty, I like those though, because we used to get those at the ground round. I don't know if they have those in the Southwest. It was a while ago, I'm old. <laughs> um, but like, they'd have that like dirt thing in the, like a baseball cap, mm -hmm. a plastic baseball cap with a random baseball team on it. Made you always want to get the Yankees, right. but you never did. <laughs> uh, what about the coupons? One free tiny cone at McDonald's, or I never, I've never gotten a coupon. You've never got a coupon. 
Well, I don't think your area gives the, out coupons. Yeah, <laughs> in the age of coupons. Because I remember when we were doing one of those white elephant gifts at school, somebody gave me a coupon book from McDonald's. I'm like, that could never happen now. Right, yeah. They're like, oh, give me your points in the McDonald's app, app yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, routines. What kind of routines did you guys have? Like, Liam, you're... Always you're, watch Hocus Pocus with my mom. Okay. So you, you have a, a, a designated movie every year? Usually people do um, carving pumpkins, but I'm allergic to pumpkins. I didn't know that. Thanks, Dad. I mean, thank yeah. God, like, I'm not the guy who's like... I just found pumpkins. that out, but I also haven't been in his life as long, <laughs> so maybe a little bit more excusable. Which... I mean, that's why we've never carved pumpkins. To be fair, Liam's allergic to, like, everything. He's, like, peanuts, pumpkin, grass, winning at life. Palm trees. Everything. You're not allergic to palm trees. I'm allergic to palm trees. There's no way. How could you figure that out? I get an hug test. Did you hug one once or something? (laughs) Yes. And I got irritated. What what is your... uh, So, you're 13. You're you're at the, like, the tail end of your (laughs) trick-or-treating. I mean, in theory, you got... Six more years. Oh, you th- you think? Okay. <laughs> there are adults in our neighborhood, or in my mom's neighborhood last yeah. year, that were trick-or-treating for real by themselves. That's crazy. I'm like, that's, that's a little nuts, dude. Have you ever gone out, Liam, by yourself? Or do you always go with family? I always go with family. When do you plan on going by yourself? Or with your, your, your crew? 14. So next year. Oh, we were... I'm dropping the kids... I'm dropping the parents Different and me times. and my... Yeah. Different times. I was going to say, Different our parents times. probably let us out at like 7, 8, and they're like, oh, just stay in the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, there's always a buddy system. Like, you have the sisters. Well, of I course, have the you two go sisters. with like your, yeah. your friends or your fam- like your younger, your older siblings. Or there was always like a designated parent that would sometimes do it. Yeah, they would sometimes like flit along behind you. Right. They're like, never keep track of all the kids. Just make sure no one got ran over or taken. Yeah. Um, I would do... We went out with, like, Nikki and Rannon for a few years, uh, but in, like, fourth grade, um, I think fourth grade, I probably went with the both of them, but after that, I was solo. I was with my boys. Um, we would, First year, we started on foot, and we would just go around and did the double mask thing, and then, like, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, rollerblades. Oh, were you using... What, what did you use to hold candy? Because I have a specific like of using All right, Liam, pillowcases. W- pillowcases is by far a genius, genius candy receptacle. Yeah, you're, you guys I, are playing with pumpkins and weird hands and stuff. Pillowcase will hold so much candy and then you can go dump it at home and then, and then no, and come on back. There's no structural integrity, so your your bag won't rip. The, yep. uh, the one I got this year is, um, a, it's like a black bag that's bloody, but it turns into like a backpack almost. Oh, like the drawstring one? Yes. Okay. All right. Fair it's enough. fancy. No, no. no pillowcases. Pillowcases. Like just the idea of like, oh, like your friend knocks on the door and you're getting ready to leave and you're like, hold on. You get to run and you're like throwing your pillow all over the place. <laughs> I, I had a yeah. pillowcase. I had a pillowcase once. Sweet. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't weird or niche. That was what everybody right. was holding. And because then you can hold it, roll like just roll it on the top and just hold it. Like, yeah, and it, it, would, it, get yeah. it would get heavy. They would get heavy. But there was nothing. Cause, uh, last <clears throat> year we had um, Sophie, and she had her um, wagon. So anytime she was tired of holding something, she just dumped it in the wagon. <laughs> and uh, like no, some, Kelly and I were like these little string bean kids, and we're holding these giant bags of candy. 
just hauling them back to the house, dumping them out right. and them back. But there was no, like, parent to help you or hold it for you. It was just, like, whatever you can muster. Definitely different Definitely yeah. different times, I feel like. No, for sure. Like, it, it felt a little more dangerous, too, when you're... It, yeah. Obviously, it wasn't very dangerous, but when you were a kid, it felt spooky to be out at night with your friends, and you guys are all dressed up in costumes. Everybody's unfamiliar. Right. It almost felt like you were in a different neighborhood than your, like, actual neighborhood. Right. Um, I think it robs you a little bit if you have, like, parents right. with you. And they're going, Cindy, Cindy, give him back his <laughs> fake fangs, or else we're going home. Um, when did you stop? Like, would you say you officially stopped trick-or-treating? Um, shoot, I think that we were probably stopped maybe when we were, like, 11 or 12. Whoa! We... Oh, I was, I was, like, oh, I wasn't going to say that well. What? I, well, I feel like... That's, what, fifth, sixth grade? You're probably right, though, because I feel like it's going to be a lot more fun to go to a Halloween party than go trick-or-treating. It's not that it, we necessarily thought it wasn't going to be fun anymore. It's just that none of our friends were doing it. And oh. it just felt weird to be just hanging well, out with a bunch of little kids. I'm a stuff. boy, so we mature significantly slower than everybody else. I had to yeah, be like you 16, see 16-ish. I'm still trick-or-treating. <laughs> and and the, people, said, yeah. the people in our neighborhood were a little bit back in my my time of trick-or-treating. <laughs> not now. Now everybody gets to do whatever they want, I guess, which is good. But... <clears throat> Even when we were, like, 12, people would be like, aren't you a little old for trick-or-treating? Get off me. And I was like, well, you bro, know, I'm, I'm still a child. I'm but in elementary school. Like, chill. But yeah. they, they would they would comment about it, yeah. and that kind of made us sour on going the next year. So we ended up not doing that anymore. What would you do? If, what would your mom do if we were like, I'm going to go out alone this year, Mom? Me, well, Spence, and George. We're gonna go <laughs> same area, same neighborhood. We're gonna hit two blocks that way, one over, and then we'll be back. Hour. What do you think she'd do? She'd say no. Right. I feel like next year though, she's gonna maybe give it a a nod. Right. But I feel like she also wants me to spend time with like family. Yeah. So you, so you, you get have a little brother to like. When yeah. my sisters were older. Yeah. And they still lived in the house. It's like a kind of not a big Venn diagram, but they they had to take us right. and walk with us or whatever. But but like like Lena could be like, we're going out at six. Have you home by seven thirty, and then I'll do a seven thirty to nine run by myself with my boys. No, nine's like too late though. No. <laughs> oh man, it is though. I don't know. I guess. No, yeah, we would be out there. I feel and maybe it was just. You're remembering it as a kid. Right. I felt like we were out there till like midnight. Right, like like eight oh two. You're like, oh my god, it's close to midnight, and you're it's like, close <laughs> to midnight. Out here knocking on people's doors. Liam, what scared you as a kid? Um, what? real things that happen. Like, <laughs> I don't. I would spiders. I, oh yeah, spiders. I hate spiders. Okay, so you hate spiders. Sorry, Courtney. Uh, clowns. First, second. First, well, even when I was like uh, six, seven, uh-huh. kind of, yeah. There was this challenge called uh, this thing on YouTube called Momo, that the um, my school had to send out emails saying that it wasn't real, just so. Because I remember like sitting at a table, 
um, after you dropped me off because uh, I went to this like before school thing because parents have to get to work and we all sat down on the table and I was like so serious like yeah like it's just like so weird to think that he could like be killing people right now Momo who's so Momo was a clown Momo was not a clown Momo no, it was, was like a YouTube video it was like a YouTube video that um, was like some doll and it had like long weird hair and had like a, like uh, big old smile a Whoville smile okay and then um, a and then had like these eyes and they like were like this and, and because you're in first second grade you're like this thing is probably real it's second grade yeah okay and then um so like second grade you were on youtube without your parents yes yeah yes just finding these crazy things the um like first Jay station and drinking yeah, this potion at 3 a.m. The Among Us potion at 3 a.m. <laughs> um, when I first learned about 9-11, um, I got scared of the attackers. Um, what's it called? So you saw terror, this terrorism was happening everywhere? Yeah, it it was... Um, I don't. It's weird because I, you know, like those nights, you remember those nights really well. Right. Like in like, I remember just like cycling through my head like, they're dead nothing's gonna happen and then calming down and then right. going back up and saying it could happen again <laughs> terror's everywhere but like and then my mom's like why would they attack like our house like no <laughs> one's gonna after us no one's gonna be just like aw they're gonna bomb an empty field Whoa. Right? um and then some movie with a deaf girl right hush yeah so, it can't have been that long ago because I knew you when you watched yeah. that mm-hmm. What's, what used to scare you as a kid? It's interesting, Nothing. like, hearing him say, like, when I was a kid. Yeah. But, no. Um, the Mummy. I loved that movie as a kid, but for some reason, I had to literally leave the room at the sandstorm scene where, like, he turns into, like, a big thing and he swallows the plane. Right. I have no idea why I was so scared of that. And I definitely always wanted to watch The Mummy. Like, I, I was like, let's watch The Mummy. Right. But I'd have to have Kelly to, like, tag me back in and be like, the scene is over. Because I would literally, I would, oh, I can't stand that. Oh, no. Right. But, like, I, I don't know. I wasn't afraid of too many things as a kid. But right. for some reason, that was the big one for me. You got scared of anything now? Um... Spiders. Yes. So this house is like a house of terror to you because there's like 15,000 spiders outside the door right now. Like, they're they're right next door. Like, and half they, a And then away. they're the, Kelly, what spider? Brown recluse. Brown recluse. I keep forgetting it. Yeah. And giving them sad names because I can't remember what right. they are. The, those are just all over the place according to our pest control. Right. Uh, I think growing up, nothing specific, but it was always like shadows with corresponding weird sound. Yeah. With, and it's just I, your I, imagination just like goes wild. And I, I'm scared of not the woods. I'm scared of what's in the woods. Like what's lurking around it. Well, like not the darkness, but what the darkness is hiding. Yes. Um, I had this stuffed animal. Uh, what was his name? It was a pet monster. Pet monster, I think it was pet monster. Um, blue had orange handcuffs, a weird-looking nose. Favorite thing 
in the world. But my mom would tell me, like, at night, like, when we turned the lights off, like, it gave off, like, a weird shadow and would freak me out, like, every night. And she's like, you carry that thing around all day. You're asleep with the stupid thing. <laughs> and you're scared of the shadow. Uh, I think it would have been fun with your mom. She seems like she would have been fun as a mom. She still is. She's fun. No, like, when you were a kid, though. Oh, yeah. She was a, she was a blast. It was a lot of fun back then. You guys mentioned YouTube. Do you guys have any... So it's our Halloween episode. Anything that people can watch on YouTube to kind of help get them ready for tomorrow's Halloween night. Randonautica. Yes. Download it. Download it before Halloween. Do it. So can you you describe what Randonautica is? Watch. I'm going to do it in my way and then I'm going to do it like the actual way. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what this means. Okay. A website that takes you somewhere, right? That's that's what I was gonna say. Okay. But then I um what's 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 the word that we looked up yesterday? Ap- apof- apophenia. Apophenia, yeah. Um kinda like that, but it's a website and it's um based um it you type in a word and then like happy, right? And then it takes you somewhere happy. Um but it's all with your uh brain. And it says that they're like, nothing's like bad about it. And it's just like, your brain like does something and like knows that it's going to happen almost. Okay. And it, it takes you to that place. So like the. So if I think happy and the app is going to give me a directions and what happens when I get to that direction? It may like, it's going to be something happy, okay. but to you. Okay. Or like. The scary part is it like if when um, what's the YouTuber's name? Uh, Nick Crowley. Nick Crowley. We he showed me his video and um, some teenagers on TikTok um, searched up um, death as like a joke because you know right teenagers. yeah you're a teenager you're like ha 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 and then they drive to it and there's um, like a suitcase right and they're like oh yeah it's a suitcase they open it and they're like what's that smell and then they realize there's a dead body in it. right and then. It, like, took the internet by storm, and then everyone started, like, doing happy and stuff. And then this Nick Crawley guy does it, which... The first one is kind of believable, but the second one what, is... What did he say? Blood? He said blood, yeah. So he goes on this this drive, and they're all pretty close, so it was, like, maybe a 10-minute drive. But as he approaches the destination, it's a house. But as he gets close to the house, ambulances policemen coming in from all directions and they drive past the house and they're like that's where we're supposed to be and they park down the street and they're like maybe this is just a coincidence but it's like super creepy that this app literally took him to a house that he's never been before and then as they approach ambulances are going everywhere so we're like so now your brain's just going you're like well clearly somebody just died and it's a bloody mess in there. And then I think he did a second one. And it's like he typed in death. Right. And he's like, gosh, I can't do this anymore. Death. And and then he said he wasn't. I didn't believe the second one at all. But he said he said he um, typed in death and he almost got sideswiped on the road. Yeah. So on his way to the destination, speeding car runs basically a red light. So essentially it's fake because like if it was really talking about the speeding car that almost sideswiped him it would have said here right here in the middle of the road that's where you should go to see death and that's where you would almost get sideswiped maybe i don't know um 
I read some of the, the reviews on it, and Liam did actually a very good job describing this this app. It was something like quantum. It's all like quantum something, but it's like your brain, like your thoughts and brains can help impact the the like the universe. So if you're thinking it, this app will combine it with the quantum physics and it will take you to a destination. So. How does it this app measure the uh, quantum physics again? I have no idea. Like, I think a lot of it's like the like Liam said. What was that word? Apophenia. Right. It's like if you think about it, then obviously wherever you go, you're like you can go to the same park with three different like uh, descriptions, and you could find a way to make it happy or sad. But like you go to the grocery store, and you'd be like, oh yeah, I said chicken. Oh, I said chicken. It's the grocery store. You say blood, and like, oh, there's a meat department back here. There's blood there. But like, when you think about it, and then like when you see like the suitcase video, and you read some of the reviews, it's kind of, because like your first thought is always... There's a lot of coincidences, and it's like, so much that I will not let Liam download the game. Like, I keep trolling him, like, every day. Every day, he's like, Dad, please approve this app. And, I, and I'm kind of scared to, like, when you, like, do approve it, because I'm going to delete it immediately. Like, it's... Even if it is 100% total fake, and it probably is, but just the coincidence and just now the lore that follows it, definitely on the creepy side. Well, I don't like the also the idea of, like, a bunch of 13-year-olds going to somebody's house because an app spit out... Oh, two, two, three, South right. 92nd place, and then it turns out it's like a guy who has a gun and just doesn't want people on this property. Right. No, and then that's like yeah. the whole the coincidence thing is where it's like, yeah. But like when you read these reviews, some of them are just like, and it's really hard because you don't know if these reviews are trolls or they're just making it up or just like, I. It is weird enough, especially in the age of the internet, where fake or not. It gives you that creepy feeling that that, that those yeah. feels of like and honestly I believe I agree with you on that one because I'm the kind of person who says I don't believe any show I've ever seen where it says oh there's a ghost right. oh there was a demon but I'm also not gonna go looking for that right. because what's the prize there that I found a demon like oh no this is <laughs> wait hold on a second I'm supposed to try to avoid that in life I I remember doing something with like my cousin and it's like. It was another thing that kind of scared me when I was little was the um, Ouija board. You draw out the letters and numbers on a paper, mm-hmm. and you do the two finger strat instead, uh, right. instead of doing the um, like the real board. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like they you know try and scare me obviously, and they'd be like, oh, whoa, whoa. But but then you like see some of like the other videos like that. Like you showed me the um, stairway one, right? Like some of the I feel like the random reddit ones also are kind of creepy like they give you that creepy feel um so like on youtube i mentioned nick crowley um he's on there he has like some really interesting videos uh like the dark side the darkest moments in tv history darkest side of the youtube where he just like pulls clips that one guy who yeah like everybody on the stage and yeah um he's got some compilations like that right or just like the darkest videos on youtube or reddit and like when Liam and I watched it, it's like, we've seen some of these videos before, but what's interesting with what he does is the presentation. Yeah, it's all he, in the editing, all, how it's presented. <laughs> yeah, like the VCR, like the static look, and then the flash in like some weird image, um, the the music, and then his voice, he has a perfect voice for this channel. Um, but yeah, anybody 
want to oh not super scary but they're weird and semi-disturbing goosebumps but, down your like yeah um nick crowley um i have another guy uh blame it on jorge he does a bunch of like disturbing lost media and lost media is this like new rabbit hole i'm falling down where it's like he talks about all these old like early internet days of like these channels or these videos and that have completely disappeared in like the last 10 years but you find these like reddit boards and you find some of these other channels where they have like old like hidden clips of some of this lost media and they're like weird videos and you're like i don't mean what this is and but because we can't go back and find that youtube channel anymore we're like now it's just your imagination just running wild to be like what is all this weird I stuff i feel like another way to like scare is like you don't get scared of the movie you get scared of what goes on in your mind right mostly because like oh well like because you get that thought process of oh why they're gonna like attack me like because if it, it could happen to these kids so easily like it could happen to me and then it's like everything starts running through your brain all at once and then you end up when like especially when you're a kid that's when you start breaking down right. crying and then <laughs> but like don't worry it doesn't get any better as you become right. an adult but, like nowadays like I, I'm scared of the dumbest stuff imaginable like I'll wake up and the dog's barking and I'm like oh my god he only barks if somebody comes close to the house and he's in the house right now so that so means they're closer clo- to the door than at the gate like and he's locked in the house so he can't go outside and he probably there's probably somebody at our door or something like that and then I'll go outside because I'm like the man of the house here I guess <laughs> and I'll be like going outside just like hey who who's there like and that like scares me because you just think like oh yeah I'm gonna go out there and there's not gonna be anybody there but what if there is right and I'm like a woman so and it's, what somebody if, could what easily overpower me and right. then they would get into Kelly and Sophie right. but I don't want to wake them up either because I don't want to scare them right um, and what's super interesting, like with, like, with this episode, is, like, of all the emotions, horror seems to be, like, it, it has, like, a, a harder, like, hold on you when it does get a hold on you. Like, yeah. like you, can, you can want to be happy, but, like, it's, like, you take it for, you almost take happy for granted. But when things are, like, weird or scary or creepy you start hearing noises and shadows like for whatever reason like it just it has such a bigger like impact and hold on you like yeah, the, you like the creeps in the floor and you like look behind you yeah. and you, you can't scrub it clean because you know if i go out there and nobody's out there and i come back in and go okay well that's it and i lay down i go what they, if he was hiding left. behind the tree or what oh, if he was God. around why if i was walking this way around the house and he was just right around the corner right. doing like the other circle and Pup. you just sit there and definitely. if you don't get all of it you get nothing oh, and you just get definitely to puppy videos the night <laughs> right it, and like it's so much and because i've watched I've, I've like i said i've fallen down a youtube rabbit hole where i'm just watching anything and everything just disturbing if it has disturbing scary or like lost like i'm watching all of it and it's just like weird because it's like a weird feeling because it's not one that we seek out like per se so like when I do see it, it's like, oh, I'm not used to this feeling. It's kind of weird. Which kind of then takes us into the second half of this episode. Movies. Ooh. We go to the movies to be scared. Yeah, oh, all the time. Like, which is super weird. 
Because you're never, like you said, you're never, you're not going to do random Nautica in the off chance that something scary could happen. Right. Like, but I will sit in a theater and watch, like, The Nun 2 or something. Right. And, and it's like, you, like, it, the horror genre is amazing because it's like, you, we pay money to go somewhere to purposely get scared. And I don't, I don't know. I love the horror genre. I love horror movies. So I think we're going to do a... We're going to do a, a, a little activity here. We're going to talk about some horror monsters or villains. But the ones we're going to talk about are going to be mostly from, like, the slasher era, a little bit into the new century era. So, Liam, horror movies have been around forever. Yes. Like, you can go all the way back to, like... Uh, the black and whites that we used to watch, right? Uh, those are like your 30s into your 40s. Into like the 50s, like your 40s and 50s. Horror, you would go to the movies to see the actor be that horror character. So like Vincent Horace Price. Karloff. Right. So you're like, oh, I want to go see that guy be that horror, uh, that horror monster. But then what happened in the 80s, like the like mid 70s into the 80s, and then uh, probably up to like the late 90s was the horror genre changed and with that it became uh, like bloodier, like the body counts were bigger. There was more sequels, like they were pumping out sequels every year in the the Jason movies? Jason's, every year there was a different Jason movie. But what happened, the, the change in that was it's no longer the actor that you're following that you care about. It now becomes the character, like, like that whole like this whole paradigm change in which I don't mean care. I don't mean know who that I can. I don't know the name of the guy who plays like Chucky or Jason Voorhees, Voorhees or Michael like, Myers. I don't know or... any of those guys. And it's like, so there's this like weird change in which it's not. It's well, I mean, it's, seri- not, it's not one guy. Yeah. No, it's, it's several guys I, for each. But franchise. it's the serial killer that we start to like glamorize I guess in a way everybody like you see the Jason shirts all the time you see the Chucky shirts all the time so and then after the slasher era we got kind of into like the new century era they say the mid like 2000s into like the mid 2010s that's where you get into like your gore porn uh, your hostels your saws yeah um, where everything was just like we want to make everything as bloody and gory as possible human centipede it's all the shock factors yes it was like Terrifier. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, um, you know, your your grandparents or whatever would have said, yeah, that's what it became in the 80s was it was right. all shock factors. Right. And, you know, every person tries to be more and more ridiculous. Right. Um, and then the current modern day horror that we have now is a little bit more like story driven, like your get outs. Yeah. Um, us. Um, what was another like? Like Purge. Um, the Witch. Hereditary. Yeah. Purge was there. Yeah, but it, like it's they started like playing more like almost like psychological. What about like, like Exorcist? Yeah. Almost ex Exorcist. Um, Exorcist would would probably play really good now, as much as it did back in this in seventy three. Um, so we're going to talk today, right now, mostly the slasher era. We could dip into uh, that new century gore porn area era. So we're going to go around the table. We're going to pick who we feel will be our top horror monster villains. Okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. So, like, we're going off of, like, 
uh, you think horror movies, you think of him, or like slasher movies. Perfect. Whatever you want on your our list of top horror icons. Definitely Jason. Jason. How do we feel about Jason? You like Jason? What's he? He's what? Um, Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I'm okay. Mama's boy, you know. All right. Um, Who do you got? For me, it's it's Halloween, so it's Michael Myers. Mike Myers. And then I'm pretty sure you're going to choose. Um... Well, I think we're going to get three picks each. I'm going to start on the bottom. I'm going to have to go Chucky. I like I like Chucky. He fits in like this weird. Like, cause he was Horror in the, comedy, sort of. Oh, and he just got more ridiculous. And he's still alive now. Like they have three seasons of a television show. Right. So I'm going to go with Chucky. Who you got? Kruger. Freddy. Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nice. All right. Who's your second pick? Um, I'm going to go with Ghostface because that is like the quintessential Halloween mask. <laughs> you got to admit, you go into a Halloween yes. store, you're going to see that mask. Right? You're going to associate that with Halloween. I think when we get all the way around, we'll go through the list real quick and we'll talk a little bit about it. But Ghostface, wildly important to the whole horror genre. Um, so my pick, um, I think we got to go back to like the original, like early, early days of the slasher era, Leatherface. Oh, it's going to be my pick. I was going to have the most stacked list. All right. Who you got? Your last pick. This one's an important one. I do think of Pinhead every time I think of horror. From uh, Hellraiser? I've never seen the movie, but I think of his face. And he had, he did have a really weird, disturbing look to him. Yeah, he definitely has an iconic look. Oh, yeah. no. And I, t- I take it back. I take it back. Okay. Niche following. <laughs> Go ahead. I take it back. Pennywise. All right. Um, have you seen the new? Yes, the new one. What do you think of it? Could have been scarier. All right. You think so? Yes. All right. All right, Pennywise. Your last pick, Megan. I'm going to throw in some Candyman because the Jordan Peele version was not as scary as I thought it was going to be. It really lit up my brain with like the possibilities of new slashers and kind of marrying what you're talking about with the what new was his like, psychological version of yeah. stuff while still having the slasher aspect. Right. What was, was his weapon? Cool. Or what his did he use to kill people? It's like a, like a knife. Since I opened the door to... Uh, All go- my killers had knives. Right. Uh, I opened the door to gore porn, and I have to go Jigsaw. He spanned 10 movies across, like, 15 years. There's, some of the movies are banned in countries because they're so bad. Jigsaw. All right. We're going we're gonna to talk. I'll go through the list again. We'll talk. And at the end, we each gave our top threes, who we put as... Are Mount Rushmore's. There's four of, people on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> our three mountain, our three faced Mount Rushmore of horror icons. All right, Jason. What do we like about Jason? He has the best kills out of this whole list. You think he has the best he has kills? He has the best kills out of this whole list. I mean, he definitely has a lot of creative kills, and I feel like. A cool mystique about him, like being oh. camp and all that stuff, and drowned. We have Jigsaw on this list. I don't know what I'm talking about, but for best kills, oh, oh, that almost two different, like two yeah. different games. Yeah, yeah. Well, because 
Saw was all about the special kills. Yeah. Everything was circling around that, like, how that you're going to get killed by your own hand, basically. Right. Which is kind of silly, because... But Jason was like, I'm in this situation. I need to use what I have. Very creative. <laughs> and he, he made a good leap into, like, the jump the shark territory, where he became kind of funny, but also... Right. Still scary. Like, you see uh, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. I, I was still scared of Jason. <laughs> I It was a funny movie, but I was still like, oh, no, Jason. Jason finds his way to, like, Mortal Kombat. Like, he's an icon. Like, he's, like... The mask. It's the ski mask. Everyone knows. And what's fun was, with, like, the horror genres, he owned camps for like the first like what four movies or something like he's always in the woods or always like terrorizing kids from camp they have a good game to it too yeah um but i i he they did have a lot of movies for him and i feel like they were unneeded they were consistently i think of all of them every year there was always a friday the 13th oh and they did the cool thing they did this with freddy as well where they would go like the final chapter. <laughs> and then the next year they would have another right. one. Jason goes to hell. Right. And then... Jason X, of course, is the best one. Right. Uh, I, I've, I haven't seen nearly as many of the Jasons as the rest of you. Uh, Michael Myers. He's terrorizing neighborhood. Yeah. Neighborhood. Just one little neighborhood. Yeah. Maybe Halloween, a hospital. <laughs> Halloween 1978, when you're talking about like rituals. Right. And stuff like that. That is my ritual, is watching that movie by myself or with Kelly in the dark and it's not the scariest movie ever it's not the most ridiculous movie ever but it's the quintessential Halloween for me and it has arguably the most iconic soundtrack or theme yeah like you hear that theme and you're like oh you know who it is you know what it is you know it's Halloween and you know it's him versus his psychologist uh, Dr. Loomis and seeing them pitted against each other movie after movie is kind of interesting. Um, it made the jump towards like the ridiculous Rob Zombie ones that it kind of sucked. Right. And then they came back for these newer ones, and they Hang on, guys. also kind of suck, but they're they're still fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. Oh, we might get a high. Hi, Sophie. Want to say hi? I, well, I'm not there. Not, I don't want to do right now. Okay, okay. not right now. Don't get caught on the cord. You have anything to add for Michael Myers? How do you feel about a, the Halloween I have, franchise? I have a lot to say, like, I. How much of Michael Myers have you watched? How many how many Halloween films have you watched? The newest one and one in the middle. It was it, one of them was a remake. I forget. I don't know. I'd be interested to see what you think of 1970. I know you're not gonna think it's scary because right. it's boring for the first. Well, and half plus of we're movie. desensitized to violence with 30 years of. Like progressively more like gore right. and horror and just I, I just don't like how he's so slow. That's why I don't like Jason and Michael. They're slow. And they just like, they, like it's like I just need an inhaler and I can and, beat you guys. And I don't and <laughs> yeah. I don't like how the like you know they fall every time and like the, but I do get because everyone knows everyone knows Jason and everyone knows Michael. Next on the list, I'm gonna skip real quick and go back to where Liam was headed. The three most iconic slasher era, Freddy Krueger. Well, Freddy is a different from the two of them because he's, he's Michael actually, Myers, we do know the backstory a right. little bit. It's barely any backstory, though, because he's like a little kid who just killed his sister. Right. And, this and then is they, like, they try to do it later in age 20 or whatever right. it is. But 
Jason Voorhees, oh, he drowned, and originally it was his mother who was the killer. Spoiler. <laughs> but, Eleven. you know, later on it becomes years. more of his, like, ghost or reanimated corpse mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But Freddy was not hiding behind a mask, and he was his own character. He was a monster when he was alive. He's a monster now that he's in the dream world. And he's, like, he's like probably the scariest out of those three. He's in your, like, dreams, and he's all running around in your mind, and he's, like, using things against you. And, like, when he gets pulled out, you get those scenes where he runs at you with his claw. And yeah, there's no escape because you eventually will have to sleep. Right. You will, like, you, you can stay as awake as long as you want or to plan against him. But eventually your body is going to shut right. yourself down. What's, uh, what's funny about those first three is iconic of the 80s into the 90s. And... Everybody was always in a different camp. It wasn't like I like one or they're all okay. It was either your ride or die, Halloween, Friday the 13th, or Elm Street. And I was definitely an Elm Street guy. I'm with you. And you were Halloween? Um, I actually didn't watch Halloween until I was older. Okay. Um, so when I was a kid, I was more of a Nightmare on Elm Street nice. person. All right. And, you know, the, it's scary as a kid thinking of... Like, like your dreams are the safest place you should but he's, be. But he's funny though too. He he does. Yeah, Robert crack. England did a good job of riding the line between I'm scary, but you also kind of like him. You like yes. him, and you can't really say that about really Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees because they're like flat lines for personalities. Right. But you can like Freddy because he kind of like jokes around he and speaks. then kills you. <laughs> he speaks. <laughs> uh, next on the list was Chucky. Yeah. I like Chucky a lot. Child's Play, one, two, three. No, 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 they no, no, did. not three. Three sucks so bad. <laughs> sucks so much. Uh, I'm talk about three. He exists, though. Uh, then they went into Bride Seed, uh, Cult, and Curse. Curse. And the show. And the series. The first three, first two. whatever, they're this scary, like, doll running around. And then you get into the next three. And it just got campier and campier. And that switch was really what the franchise needs. Because I think, yes, the your doll kills you thing is pretty scary. I mean, if one of Sophie's dolls came out, right? You know, I'd be terrified, of course. But there's not a lot you yeah. can get from there. Like you, you can't go a lot of places from there. Like I think, like every and everyone knows, like the couple scenes from Chucky, like. Like the Martha Stewart scene, and like ev- everyone knows Tiffany and Chucky sitting next to each other. It, and, and it's so meta now. Like they have the series, like they're in its third season of the series, and it just references it sh- itself. It plays into all the campiness. Like Jennifer Tilly played uh, whatever actress. She was. So the bride turns into the chick that Jennifer Tilly was, but then by the third movie, or the sixth movie, they're like, I'm going to put my body in the real Jennifer Tilly. Right. And we're like, what are we doing? Just making it completely meta. Oh, my, it is. Well, it's like Wes Craven's A New Nightmare. It's like you, you're you running out of ideas or places to right. go. Make it super meta. And that makes it almost scarier again because you, you're like, hey, what if this all happened in real life, though? Right. Because it was all in movies and you're not scared of a movie anymore. But what if it happened to these real actors and actresses who were pretending to play a horror movie? Right. Uh-huh. Like the Joker movie? Like, that, like I uh, was looking so at... The Joaquin Phoenix yeah, one? Yeah. The, okay. the, um, some guy was doing an interview and he's like, he was so into character like that he 
had to like almost like someone had to go to him and tell him to stop because right. like there there was a scene where he was like punching a TV right. that that wasn't in the script and like he he was just so in character and he was on character in set on set it's like the curse of the Joker though it's like it happened to Jared Leto where he was just being a dickhead and right. like mailing people dead rats and stuff right. Um, that was the lamest version of it. Right. Heath Ledger, obviously. Uh, and he went like deep into like this, uh, like me- this hard method acting, trying to like, and, like we'll have a whole episode, I guess, on like Joker and Batman and comic books and stuff. But like this character, like for you to like, as, as a serious actor, you're like, I want to get as much as I can out of this Joker character, and like Heath Ledger, for weeks, locked himself in a room and like trying to like figure out what it is to be Joker and then he did a great job great job um so Joker's fantastic um what's really funny about the horror genre and I think it's the only genre that you can get away with it Jason Michael Myers Chucky Freddy 48 movies each but we all watch all of them right (laughs) and they're all you're a little bit curious every time something comes out but you know that they're never going to get better you can find some gems. Yeah, you can find some gems, but I don't know. Halloween had a weird... Right. Because the second one was supposed to... Originally, he wanted Halloween to be like an anthology of different stories and not just Michael Myers. And then, of course, everybody was like, wow, Michael Myers, he's so cool. What are we going to hear from him next? And right. you're like, oh, God, I do that. <laughs> um, next on the list, Ghost-Based. Ghost face. Ghost face. Never From seen, Scream. Never seen any of the movie, movies. Don't have any intention to. But that mask is the most, like, most known mask. I think yeah. you would like it. It is you very would. meta. It is going, not after the horror industry. It's like an homage, like a love letter to yes. it. Talking about all the different tropes and how they play out and then trying to subvert those tropes. Like the first 20 minutes basically is going to say, here's what the movie's going to look like. And then it plays through it and you're like, oh my God, they literally told me what the movie was going to be. They already told me what was going to happen. Um, Scream, important because it reinvigorated the horror genre. Because well, and it's iconic too. Like the opening scene of... Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. She got an award, like an Oscar or something for being in like five minutes of that movie. If that, and, yeah. And but we all know that that voice like that like you want to play a game sort of thing definitely was something that I think was like preemptive to Saw and stuff right. like that is the, the killer taunting you right that's almost like, that's like, that's almost like, like holding you guys all on a marionette string right. and the idea that they know more than you do and they're gonna get there before you do and know exactly where you're gonna go right. it's like another perspective of Freddy what he does like right. he makes fun of you with your thoughts because right. he's in your dreams uh, and what's funny is like the scream uh, followed um, Nev Campbell for the first like four or five movies and then she yeah. disappeared for a little bit but they find ways to bring them all back have you seen the recent one uh, scream I think eight or nine I've seen I don't know if I've seen the most recent one the one where they're they're killing the franchise oh I love the fact that, that was... they were like Legacy legacy characters are no longer safe. Which is good because we need fresh blood in the right. franchise. You can't really. Well, do we kill Jamie Lee Curtis in the next movie? Did they kill her off? No, no, she's fine. 
<laughs> She's safe. Everybody else can go. Well, the thing is, is I wouldn't have minded if anything didn't revolve around Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. Because it hadn't. Because if you think about, like, Halloween 4, like, Curse of Michael Myers, Return of Michael Myers, there's, like, this idea of, oh, there's the little girl in the one of them, and then they didn't really sit and circulate around Jamie Lee Curtis until, like, age 20. Right. Where they're like, hey, remember Jamie Lee Curtis? Right. the scream queen? Right. She got her start with Halloween. Here she is again when she's a, oh, God, was she in age 20? Like, a teacher. She works at a school. Right. Or something, and then Michael is her brother in that timeline. Um, or Resurrection, where they're, like, on a... Like, it's like a... No. Reality show? Yeah. Oh, that was the best one. That was the best. And that's the thing about a good franchise is that you can laugh with it and be scared with it. And like like with me and Chucky, it is all ludicrous. It's all the dumbest stuff you could do in horror right now. But I love, I love them for it. Like, I right. love everything that they're doing because... There's a certain care that they take with the character uh, in the franchise. It's like we know it's campy and it's crazy meta, but that's what I want. And like, there's something to be said about like you when you're a trail trailblazer in something, you're you're going towards all this meta stuff, right. and you already got there. Right. So now everybody else is trying to do meta, and Chucky's always like, hey, we've already gotten this far. We need to go a couple steps more, and we know we can because we know where we're going. Right. And other franchises kind of struggle with that, where they get to meta, and it gets corny and boring. Right. and Or forced. For, very forced. Uh, Leatherface. Yes. I, I watched the first movie. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. So you, you actually watched the first one? Yeah. From, what was that, 73? Yeah, it's, it's early. Yeah. He's more creepy than horror. Um, like that, that hillbilly, like, backwoods. Like, that was that's some creepy stuff, man. Well, that's With what like, everybody's afraid of. Is the, you know, you think about, like, hillbillies and everybody thinks, all these backwards people, they're probably going to murder us. Right. But the skulls and, like, the deer heads on the walls. That iconic scene where he opens the door, grabs right. her, and closes it. Like, and then he's running around with a chainsaw. Yeah. Like, I, when he, like, when he misses and he starts, like, swinging and, like, I don't know what it was, but... Kind of reminds you of uh, being in, like, Resident Evil when the chainsaw guys right? are coming after you. And you just feel that panic even though you're just playing a video game. Right. Like, they almost hit you and you're still like, oh, God, oh, God, what am I doing? Uh, how many movies were there? There's a lot of remakes, just, like, all horror movies. Yeah, that's the problem with... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there wasn't really a story, so they kind of... It was just some dumb kids fell into a... a car broke down, walks to the nearest house, yeah. and everybody's going to kill everybody. Leatherface is like, oh, it's backwards family. Yeah. There's not really a lot to go on. But still iconic. Yeah, they did that in... Oh, God, what was it? Like, Last House on the Left or something, where mm -hmm. it was like backwards hillbilly nonsense. Yeah. They try to cash in on the Texas Chainsaw thing without having Texas Chainsaw Massacre right. attached to it. Yeah, like I said, though, he's more, like, creepy, though, because, like, that scene at the dinner table, when they're all, like, when she's, like, screaming for help, and they're just, like, laughing at her, and they're, like, like, the grandpa there, like, that's, like, dead, <laughs> I don't really know, um, like, having her, like, I don't know what he did, but, like, it was weird, because it was, like, right. 
half asleep watching it. Well, and you could imagine yourself in that situation where you're the only person who's like, this is crazy, help me, what's going on? And everybody's acting like this horrible thing that's happening to you is super normal. Yeah. And like the like yeah. the horror, real horror is like there's no empathy out there for right. me, and there's nobody here who's gonna shed a tear if this dude like rips me apart. Right. Uh, Pennywise, Stephen King's It. You've only Liam only seen the the current remake. Uh, what was it? Two thousand. Uh, 2017 for the twenty seventeen twenty twenty for it for and then it part two was in twenty twenty. Oh, it took him three years. Yeah, it, it took a while. Because I remember the kids look a little bit, like, they looked older. Yeah. It's the one problem, like, shooting with real kids. Right. And trying to carry They're going to start changing very quickly. They did the same thing with um, Stranger Things. Yeah. Where they went from looking like little kids to looking... Like- that's why they have to keep the timeline so tight and, and try to get them out as far... No, that's why they age up the time. Right. So that way, when they're... As they're growing older, they're like, we're jumping three, four, five, six years ahead. So that way... We can kind of keep the the time and the age looking similar. I liked the original Stephen King. Uh, I think we're going to watch that tonight, so. Yeah. Uh, the 89, 90-ish. Uh, it was like made a for mini, TV. I was like, miniseries made for TV, as all Stephen King things yes. are supposed to be. Um, but who played the original Pennywise? Uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. And he he did okay. He does look horrifying. Which one's scarier though? Twenty seventeen. Like Tim Curry's not that scary. <laughs> no, but he. But I when mean, I was a kid, it was super scary. Because the way he played it, like uh, his voice and the way he was just like stocky and just standing there, like it was scary. Obviously, the new one's a little bit scary because you were able to like CGI like bigger teeth and, a, and like a bigger uh, and there's like different effects that came into the 2017 mm-hmm. one where it, like you know you could have like oh there's like a thousand burnt hands coming out of this door y- you couldn't do that back in like the 80s or early 90s it would just look silly so you basically have to work with the makeup you have right and it's made for tv so the budget is probably pretty low right but it was it's still like like i think we could agree that in the late nine 80s, early 90s, Stephen King's It is the reason why the majority of the population hates clowns. Yes. <laughs> oh, of course. Before that, it was like, oh, yeah, it's just the, the, a clown costume. Right. It's like, I had ants. I had an ant that collected clowns, and it was like, okay, they're weird. Well, there's that, and there's like, what is it, John Wayne Gacy, who dressed up as yeah. a clown. Um, but... Like, they were there, and you never liked them, but all of a sudden, like, it, it comes w- out. It went from... There's a small population who's just strangely afraid of clowns right? to pretty much everyone hates clowns. Right, because they're taking George's little brother. Yeah, And we all scary. float down here. <laughs> <laughs> Whimsy, no. <laughs> um, fascinating, like the, like the cultural impact that uh, Pennywise has for, uh, like, the books. It's like Stephen King doesn't write a small book. Of course not. Um, uh, well, no, he has written some small ones, but I guess... Most of the time, right? Um, but like the the made for Dude, TV series. Have you read the book though? I have not. There's no way I'm going to read a Stephen King. Bro, listen to the um, podcast or so, like, right? Or audiobook or whatever it is, because it's it's very strangely different than the movies, right? 
and yeah, it's scary. I, I don't know if like his style of writing it would would I don't know. I've never read any of his stuff. Um, I think I'm more deterred from the length of it uh, of his books, where I'm like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to a 32 hour uh, audio book or try to read 600. He's pages. a really big famous author. What's the other one? Uh, Goosebumps. Can, oh, almost uh, died. Yeah. I feel like those are the two main big, like, scary books. Like, like Dean right. Koontz and D- Stephen King take up probably four bookshelves yeah. in every bookstore. Because Dean Koontz is like Stephen King, but he writes just so many books. I've not as good, but they're so Entertaining. Many. I really like his Odd Thomas series, but that's not how horror, so. Um, but, but yeah, for, for Pennywise to kind of have, like... I guess it's just the fact that he scared everybody away from clowns. I guess that would make his... his... Well, Stephen King is out there just shotgunning. And <laughs> occasionally he'll hit somebody. Right. Like, he'll write fire stars and everybody's like, I don't care. Right. And he'll write misery and everybody's like, oh my God, that was crazy. Right. That had a great cultural impact on our idea of like how fans interact with, you know, the people that they admire. Right. And then he'll write... Daybreakers. <sighs> Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Stephen King, though, is actually uh, he has a a program set up where he will sell you the license for one of his stories for a dollar. So, like, if you have a school project and you want to do an interpretation of Christine or it, you mail him a dollar and he'll give you the rights to do a production of whatever you want with that theme and he does it because he wants to see what other people will do i think at this point when he goes to bed in his pile of money yeah. and rips up his pile of money to his chin to cover him um, he's, he's like, like i don't really need to right? care about that this is my third my, my philanthropy i bet you he didn't um, <laughs> sell it to the people who made the it 2017 right. movie for a dollar oh no oh no for sure um candy man what do we know about candy man i know he got his beast come out of his mouth yeah, that's part of it. They don't they don't really bring that in the Jordan Peele version until like the very end. Was he? Did he have one of the versions of saying his name in the mirror? Yeah, that was part of it. Is you like your Candyman, 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 yeah. uh, like a Beetlejuice type thing. Right. And the Jordan Peele version was very interesting. It was not as scary as I thought it was going to be, which was kind of disappointing because I was hoping it was going to be super right. scary. And but it really made me think about like how that. Like slashers could be remade into something that's more modern, right? And watchable now, because because right he now, didn't have a huge franchise. No, Candyman didn't really have a big fan- franchise. It's like like Pumpkinhead, right. where you're like it just became lost. It was just one of those off-brand Kmart slasher right. films. It was something other than the big three, right? And then, but it's interesting watching somebody revive something like right. that into something that people actually really want to watch, right? And somehow, and of it's course, that better was because than the original. of Jordan Peele, right? Oh, that guy's doing some weird stuff and great stuff in the horror genre right now. Oh yeah, Us was really good. Um, Get Out wasn't; it was medium scary. More of a commentary on yeah, more of a commentary on yeah. yeah social issues, but. I'm excited to see what he does next. Uh, what was the one with the cowboy? Um, oh, shoot. The most recent one. Nope. Nope. That, that one was, was great. That one was great, but it felt less like a horror movie and more like a, I don't know, like an action movie almost. Almost. Uh, but Jordan, it was definitely it was definitely fun. 
I want it's it definitely like action s- comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was really funny and really fun and tense at times. Right. Well, I mean, and he he's doing some he's doing great things right now. Um, well, he I feel like he goes with a creative vision and is not like really watching the rest of the trends. Right. That are going on and just going with whatever he wants to do. If he wants to he's, do he's like a Candyman like a... remake, he'll do it. If right. he wants to do Nope, which is like a alien type movie, go ahead. Like almost more of like a almost like a artsy, like almost yeah. like an artsy direction on everything. Um, the last thing uh, on our list was Jigsaw. Liam, what do you know about Jigsaw? The kills. The kills. I remember um, watching it at a, like a friend's house and like. The first thing I saw was um, some guy's brain was like open, and um, it's like then like doing something with his brain. It's like it was just super weird and creepy. Or like, isn't there the um, one where like they have the little thing on your head, right? That's right. Um, and it like I forget, but I just remember there's it's like, like tied to your mouth, and then once the timer goes off, it rips your mouth open all the yeah, way. Yeah, basically, <laughs> open your jaw. Um, Probably the beginning of the gore porn era, where they're just like, we're just going to gruesomely kill everything. Yeah, and it, they're hard to watch. Like, they're hard to watch in a way that a actually well-crafted, story-driven like horror movie is right. not Because you're watch. right, though. It's, it's just like, a, let's kill everybody. In the most yeah. Like the one possible. where they like, throw the girl into the pit of needles. Right. I, I've literally felt it. I was like, I almost got out of my chair. Right. It was, oh, there was this one where it's, um, they had to put like heroin in their body or something. And like, I think it was Saw 3? No, Saw 4. But like, they had to put like, it was just super weird kills in like all of the movies, but were creative too. It was creative. And it, it's definitely, it's part of its like subgenre of, of what horror is because like, they're interesting. It's weird. They pump them out like crazy. They're, number 10 just came out. But Jigsaw is just... He's not as interesting to me as a villain because his whole motivation is, oh, I'm, I'm, di- I'm dying, so I hate people who don't appreciate their lives because I don't have that much life right. left. Or you so. cut me off once and I'm like, going to, like... Like, if you don't appreciate your life, I'm going to kill you in a horrific way. Like, holy crap, dude, I didn't put my cart back at the grocery store right. and now I'm here diving into a pool of needles to get a key that's insane right. uh, but but they make it try they try to make, they don't make it sound as insane as that they make it sound like oh yeah it's totally he just wants people to appreciate life right. you know how it is well and and it's weird because like there is almost no I, I don't know what the story is I know that there's an old man dying and he, and then again I don't know by episode, by movie 10 what he's still killing people for um, but that little that little guy on the bike iconic he made the list yeah a little tricycle alright so those are top 9 horror icons all together all together Liam your top three. Well, okay, let's let's do all of our threes and then uh, all, all of right. our twos and then all of our ones. Three, for me, is probably Jason. Jason. It. You're... Two is uh, Pennywise. No, three is pe- three. Three is Pennywise. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Wonder what his number two is. <laughs> oh wow. What is gonna happen? Oh, this doing it this way is insane. I know. Starting with three is. Too hard. 
Um, I'm gonna go with Freddy for three. I'm gonna go uh, Ghostface. Okay, what? Uh, I like the 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 bringing back the, and I like the the team manipulation, like the the stuff. I like it. I like I like me some screams. I fell off for a minute, and I came back in with the new ones. Um, you're number two. It's not Jason. Okay. It was they're fighting for three and four. Okay. Um, is Chucky not the third movie? All right, Chucky. Not Child's Play. Oh. So against the third movie because it sucked. We're gonna have a whole podcast episode right. breaking that down. Right. Feels like it traumatized him. Did because it sucked. No, Ghostface is definitely my two. Ooh. I have to go Chucky too. Yeah. I have to go Chucky in my number two. I love that thing, man. Is, is, is Freddy your one? Freddy's. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm obviously gonna be one. Who's your one? One Freddy. And who's your number one? Halloween. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Whimsy. Don't hate the originals. Awesome. Whimsy. 